book club members. I'm Kate, and welcome to our 40th episode of the Nightlight Horror Movie Club. That's hard to believe. (laughs) Okay, well, (laughs) ringing endorsement from Chris. Bring in the receipts. Yeah, and I'm Chris. 40 episodes. This is our 40th episode, and to celebrate just this occasion, um, we're doing the best movie. Just kidding. Hated it. Um, (gasps) Did you hate it? We'll get to it. Um, (laughs) To celebrate this occasion, we decided to um, splurge on an actual logo instead of just a stock photo logo (laughs) that we've been using. Hey, I spent a long time fixing up that stock logo, okay? Maybe. I did. I'm not very good. But no, we have an actual graphic designer that made an actual logo for us. We look like actual podcasters. Very exciting. Very exciting. A lot of people would wait until like the 50th episode or some hallmark like that. But we are an impatient people. Yeah. And like 40 is when you start to die. (laughs) Thanks, Chris. So. He's not wrong. So welcome. (laughs) Welcome, welcome, welcome. So for this episode, if you guys are new to the podcast, I'm Kate. He's Chris. We're both veterinarians. With dog I, tours. Your dog tours. Um, I love horror movies. Chris doesn't. I don't care he for does them. Not, but here he is. And every week, a week, ha 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 ha. Every, every other week. two weeks, yes, every other week, we discuss a different movie. We talk about everything from the story to the horrible acting, sometimes good acting, to relevance in pop culture, all that fun stuff. And it is not a spoiler-free zone. So if you want to watch Hush before... You listen to this podcast. It's on Netflix. By it's the free. way, the movie is Hush this week. <laughs> yes. I figure they probably, I mean, it says Hush when they click the little. <laughs> you know, you can't trust those things all the time. You can't. It's true. So um, this movie is Hush. If you want to watch it, it's on Netflix. Um, this is actually not a um, garbage movie like some of our other ones. like um, Troll 2. Troll 2. Cats. I was going to say the um, Slumber Party massacre massacre. things that i wouldn't have my feelings hurt if you didn't watch the movie beforehand this one i would recommend watching but it's also super fun to listen to us talk about it so Mm -hmm. shall we shall we not yes let's just (laughs) just go for it (laughs) all right so give me a like brief synopsis of this movie chris okay so basically hush is um a episode of tom and jerry with a higher body count oh yeah i mean Am I wrong? Like There is a cat and there is a mouse. Yeah. Precisely. So a bunch of reviewers actually said that it was similar to a 1967 thriller um, with Audrey Hepburn called Wait in the Dark. Um, apparently, they're, like apparently they're very similar concepts. Oh, where she's in, blind. Exactly. She's blind. She's blind. Yes. So like the, the difference is that in this case, she's uh, deaf instead of blind. But it's kind of... Um, I obviously had not seen um, Wait in the Dark. So I, I didn't make that connection myself. So I thought it seemed kind of like an original concept. But basically, mm-hmm. so it's this woman. She's almost entirely deaf. Um, I think potentially she's full, entirely yeah. she's entirely deaf and also mute. Yeah, and so she um she's like she lives alone. She's a writer. She's living alone in this forest house, which is. I'm sure her family thinks is reckless. I think they actually mentioned that at one point. They that do. They think that it's reckless. They're like, that's probably a bad idea. <laughs> but like, it probably isn't, right? Like, what could possibly happen? Well, a murderer with no motive could show up and try to kill you. And ruin your day. And ruin your so that's, day. That's, that's the synopsis of this movie. So um, if I had to pick a, a genre, which I do, um, I would say, when will people learn that living in, alone in the woods is a bad idea? But like, this especially if you only have five 
four of your senses. Fully agree. But like this is it's similar to like The Strangers, right? Where, yeah, very, very slashery. Well, very slashery, but very like, oh, isolated home. People come and they have zero motive for killing you. They just feel like it. And like, it's not a realistic thing. Like, oh, you live in such a pretty world, Chris. Like, I'm sure it happens. It happens all the time. I think you're exaggerating ever I'm so slightly. Exaggerating. Like, as someone who grew up in an isolated house in the middle of the forest, like, this isn't what people are concerned about happening to them. And maybe that's why it can sometimes happen to them. But I just don't. Yeah, exactly. You're proving my point. It's a likely scenario. Don't lock your doors. We don't have neighbors. Like the guy isn't there to steal from them. Like he's not there to do any kind of like other petty crime or whatever. He's literally just just there for the thrill of hunting a human. People do that. Yeah, but it's not terribly common. mm, (laughs) Like I think you're more likely to get murdered in a city than you are in an isolated home in the forest. It's just true. Yeah, they're, you're less likely to get caught if you're murdering in the forest, though. For sure. But, like, I just I just don't think it's happening all that frequently. I don't know. Pull the receipts. If you want to, if you want to like, I will, show I will. Me hundreds of news articles and whatever. That sounds depressing. I don't think but you'll yeah, find I will. Them, I will. It happens. So I guess, like, the simple genre would be, like, a slasher. It's very much like The Strangers. Um but this movie is more recent. So it was a Netflix original. Release date was March 2016. Um, the director we know from a, a bunch of movies. Oh, wait. Have we not covered any of these movies because you won't let me? We've done Mike uh, Flanagan. Mike, yeah, Mike Flanagan. Yeah, we did yeah, Oculus. Yeah. We did Oculus. That's I liked right. Oculus, so, relatively yeah, yeah. speaking. It's like number two on our scoreboard. I don't think anymore. You wouldn't let it go that high. I wanted to put it higher than you did. We have a Tumblr. It's nightlighthorrormovieclub.tumblr.com. And we have our scoreboard on there. And I'm pulling it up right Arcus now. This is four. And that's very high. But I wanted it higher. But you just said you liked it relatively speaking. Because I don't like really any of the movies, Kate. <laughs> you need to get your story straight. So yeah, Mike Flanagan did Oculus, which we have an episode on and we very much loved. He also did Absentia, which you mm-hmm. haven't seen. Uh, Gerald's Game, which you haven't seen. Um, Dr. Sleep, which you haven't seen. And then uh, Hill House, which you have refused multiple Correct. times to watch. Yes. Okay. I've seen all of those. Um, he has a very strong um, vibe to his movies. He is really into the story and character development and he very rarely relies on plot scare, or I'm sorry, jump scares. So... I this think movie I really, I really, really bit, like his stuff. I don't think it does rely on jump scares. I really don't think, I don't it, think does. it relies on them, but it definitely has a lot of it them. It definitely has. <laughs> it, I would not say a lot. I really would not say a lot. I think it does. It. I don't think it does have a lot, um, but we'll, we'll, we'll go through it. And you tell me where you remember scary jump scares. I think you're just scared of the movie, Chris. No, I just think that everything that happens is sort of inherently a jump scare because the movie is so quiet. You know, like there's a little bit of like ambient noise. There's like and they and they and they did a lot of like post-production stuff, like adding noise so that it wasn't truly dead silent. But like Mm -hmm. there's so little going on that every time something does happen, it's more jumpy. I think you're just a jumpy person. Perhaps. Perhaps. So the writer, the director is Mike Flanagan. He also wrote it along with Kate Siegel, who is the protagonist of this movie. They are married. So. And that's such a strange. That's so I mean, cool. Because well, she's, she's an Oculus. <laughs> she's like scary mirror lady in Oculus. She's one of the lead characters in Hill House. She's in Gerald's Game. She's in like all his stuff. 
Well, and it's funny. So like they, um, so Mike Flanagan and Kate Siegel, they came up with this while on a dinner date That's super in 2014. Weird. They are, they are casual dinner date conversation. Like, Hey, couple goals. Deaf girl. Let's kill her. <laughs> Let's kill her. Thoughts. When yes. do we start? When do we start? Well, they like, um, they did like, cause this movie, they tried to, they wrote it in their house. Like that sounds really stupid. They, obviously they wrote well, okay. it somewhere, but I mean like they, like the, they set it in their house because they were just like saying, okay. And then she goes to this room. Cause it's very much on like the setting is very important because she's hiding a lot of the time. So she's like, right. then, then we go here, then we go here, then we go here. And what if she went here? And then, cause like the setting is limited to just mm-hmm. the house and like under the house and directly next to the house. So they Right. This, it's it doesn't move around a lot. <laughs> no, it does not. So they use their own home whenever they're writing it. Um, which I think is adorable. And then Oh yeah, super cute. I think it's I really mean, cute. Wow. The romance of it, you know? I think it's so romantic. Do you not think that's romantic? Not at all, Kate. Oh, that's wait, wait. <laughs> cannot, You're the no. hopeless romantic in the relationship here. Yeah, and like the hopeless, ro- like my hopeless romantic storyline does not involve senseless murder. I guess we're just di- fundamentally different people. <laughs> just different people. <laughs> I guess. So. Um, oh my god, the absurdism so, of this! I know. So we have Kate Siegel, who's an absolute rock star, and I'm obsessed with her. And then we have John Gallagher Jr., who is the antagonist. Who we'll get to. He's terrifying. He is also he's spooky. He's very spooky, but he's also been on Broadway like a lot, and he's won a Tony. Oh yeah, no, yeah, for sure. I mean, honestly, like I was shocked when I found out that it was him. Yeah, because I was like, I'm not used to knowing people. Yeah, he's in um, Spring <laughs> Awakening. The worlds should not mix. They do, but they. That's the. That's what I think is so cool. But like he'll mixed. just be. That in happened a in Hereditary too. Who is in Hereditary? Oh my God. Did we if, not talk about this If Tony Collette's before? in a musical, I need to know about that right now. Tony Collette was not in a musical. Um, oh, yeah. Mal- Mallory Bechtel. Um, she plays Bridget in um, Hereditary, who is Who's like Bridget? the son's love interest. She, so it's like not like a super big role or whatever, but she was in Dear Evan Hansen. What? Oh, wait, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She was. Yeah. So oh, like, gosh, yeah. this is the second time this has happened, but. Well, I watched Dear Evan Hansen after I watched Slightly Hereditary. Slightly uncomfortable with it. That's, well, this one's a little, but he's so good. So I didn't know him from Spring Awakening. I knew him from Short Turn 12, which was mm. a bleak movie. And then um, 10 Cloverfield Lane, which was a bleak movie. Mm. Um, and he, in neither of which he was a serial killer. And I haven't huh. seen Spring Awakening, but I'm pretty positive. He was definitely a serial killer in that movie. <laughs> he was not a serial killer. I mean, you got to give, I mean, I love it when someone breaks breaks the typecast you know Holy shit! what a range right he's like do you want an innocent singing prepubescent boy kind-hearted juvenile facility employee full-on mass homicidal maniac just give me let me know i got headshots just, i mean yeah <laughs> here's me my cv which, which way are we taking it so <laughs> and I, I i really like that i like it when actors can like just do whatever i like it when directors it will give actors a chance to do whatever Mm, for like, sure. I, I really like that. So anyway, I think the cast in this is very limited. Obviously, there's a total of four characters, two who have more than two lines. Um, and it's just absolutely amazing. And speaking of how there are no characters in it, please guess the budget of this movie, Chris. It could not have been much because this was clearly <laughs> just like someone's home related to the film. Maybe like a Netflix intern's house. <laughs> um it's like, yeah, tear up my carpet. Can I be in a movie now? Yeah, there's like, there, I mean, that's the entire set. Like you said, there's 
two significant actors. Um, it is also a Bloomhouse production. Aren't there technically five characters? Uh, because there's the, the sister. <laughs> if, well, if you count the sister on like a fucking Skype oh, call. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and the boyfriend that doesn't have any lines and is just a photo. <laughs> just a photo. <laughs> I don't think that counts. Wait, if Brandon from Legally Blonde and Darkest He was in this counts, movie. <laughs> he was there. He was the cat. He was the cat. He <laughs> Talk about range. Talk okay? about range. Um, no, so I would guess it could, could not have been much. Um, I really don't know. Throw a number out there. 50 grand. 50 grand? <laughs> <laughs> kidding. Um, I don't know, but like probably not more than a couple hundred thousand. No, like, okay. Give him, oh my God. Cameras are expensive, Chris. Okay, it was $1 million. Yeah, but million Netflix dollars. already owns those. Oh my God. Okay, it's $1 million, which is very little. Don't let Chris make that sound like it's not a small amount of I money. I think it That's was like $4. Nothing. It was $4. It was one million. Um, the box office doesn't really qualify here because it went to Netflix and not the other. Yeah, how does that work? It, I don't know. Do they I get a box office figure? I no, I could not find a box office figure. And you know, Netflix just like makes money. Yeah, they're like, this is our money. Thank you for the money. Yeah, and no money goes specifically can, to that movie. You can have some. Oh, <laughs> that's interesting. I know. I know. So really what? How much money does Netflix make in a year? Let's just call that the box office. Um, eight hundred billion million dollars precisely precisely of which flanagan got five are you looking it up Mm -hmm. i don't want to know it's gonna make me sad okay so netflix makes 15.8 billion dollars a year i was actually low (laughs) you were low okay okay so oh my god one million of that that's insane like yeah you can have some chump change to make your movie or whatever so the return on this investment is like 400,000% or something. <laughs> Very high. It's um, good. It's they really did good. well. <laughs> it did really well. Um, and uh, well, I don't know how it did like reception wise well though. I Should we just go ahead and put our opinions out there since you already have in like the first five seconds of this podcast? I'm whimsical, Kate. You didn't keep... like it. Uh, well, I didn't. You're making that face. We'll talk about it. Okay. So here's what we need. Here's what I need to say about this about this movie mm-hmm. i didn't watch it um i know okay so okay. i did okay good but i didn't you know so this no, is the first time li- th- this is literally the first time i've ever done this on the podcast because, watch the movie and I, know, and I know you've done it before where so as we discussed in i think our last episode yeah darkness falls there's been a limited number of horror movies that i saw prior to the the coming, the the beginning, the birth, if you will, of this podcast. Ew. Hush was one of them. You had seen Hush? I had seen Hush already. You and did. you had no idea. I had no, you had idea. no idea. But you didn't uh, rewatch it? Thrilling. No, I did not. Because <gasps> Chris! Um, I had no interest in rewatching You're such this a movie. Dick. Oh my God. Yeah. So I had I had seen this movie and it was not obviously because it was twenty sixteen that this came out, right? So obviously this wasn't from that childhood middle school really all-male sleepover you. that i was at i saw this music i saw the musical it's not a musical <laughs> it's <yet>. a musical <laughs> hush the musical a deaf person that's great <laughs> that'd be phenomenal well they speaking of spring awakening though they did deaf spring awakening and it was a hit okay so well I'm, I'm just saying here we go hush the musical here hush we go musical. <laughs> won't have too many songs <laughs> but i saw this i saw this movie um on a on a first date, actually. Did they not know who you were? Was it a blind date? 
it wasn't a blind date it was a um it was you know like a, a tinder date with this guy who's who's really um awesome and just it wasn't the right time in my life and so it didn't work okay out. chris like tom if you're listening um it's not about you tom it it's wasn't you it was me <laughs> for real though um but yeah we watched this we watched this movie on our first date and it was like i was like okay it's not it's not my typical opinion like just not. i'm surprised you didn't say something like no we can't watch that please put on anastasia or something <laughs> please like that. put on anastasia <laughs> I, d- I think i i probably said something of like oh yeah i don't really i don't usually watch horror films and then it just started i think <laughs> it's like well here we go well here we go and you're too um, polite to stop i was i was like okay <laughs> okay and like it's fun so i will say like it wasn't that bad as far as like Ugh. it's no in like a scary sense you know, okay like, good. it is scary but it wasn't like i had to stop the date because it was too, too scary for me you know was there a movie that we've seen that you would have had to stop the date oh several all of them uh, not all of them i def- i would never stop a date for troll 2 i would um <laughs> i am what oh my god I, let, this is a fun game what movies would i have stopped a date for i have the um, list here I would have stopped it. I would have stopped it for Hereditary. Absolute, you would have stopped it for Conjuring. Um, you would have stopped Hereditary it and Conjuring. I just would have said no. I wouldn't have let <laughs> it would have been like, we're not. What about Babadook? I don't think you would have watched the Babadook. Um, I think you I, would have started I might, it. I might have watched the Babadook because, for a date because I already had that inkling in the back of my mind because of you watching it. And then the whole gay pride thing. So like, I, was, I probably would be well, curious enough to watch it. That's, that's I, a good point. Um, what about like Blair Witch? Nope. I would have stopped it for Blair, for Blair Witch, which is interesting because I think I, I gave Blair Witch a fairly positive rev- review, actually. We did. We liked but was, Blair Witch. But it was too scary. I would have stopped really a date scary. for that. I would have um, stopped a date for Insidious. Yes, um, I absolutely would have stopped a date for Beetlejuice, not because it was scary, <laughs> but because I decided that that person was tasteless. Um, you're a so fool. So would not have, would not have watched that you movie. Would have missed out on the love of your life. Um... I probably would have stopped Exorcist, not because it was scary, but wasn't good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can't stop a date for that. Um, but again, like, like hey, I would stop the movie. It was movie great meeting least. you. This movie is really bad. <laughs> we're not going to be taking it any further. We're not going to date any further. <laughs> <laughs> um, I probably would have stopped it for Drag Me to Hell. I would have been like, eh. Um, mm, that makes me upset. We, we disagree about that. You have to I know. stop talking now because I'm getting angry with you. <laughs> I would not have stopped a date for Tucker and Dale. I would not have stopped a date for a Quiet Place or American Werewolf. Um, I pro—I don't know. I probably wouldn't have stopped a date for Midsummer. Um, yes, you would have. But I would have been like, we need to see a therapist immediately after. Okay, like couples therapy. Like, like who's on call? Like credits and then, okay, let's Time talk. Um, but so yeah. like, it, it's not a terribly scary movie, but it's also not something that I care to watch. I think it depends on what your kryptonite is with horror movies. So this is, um, this freaked me out because I have like a thing about intruders and same with my sister. And you seem to think that living in the forest is like a death sentence. That's because I had to live in the forest and there are creepy people out there. Many people do. But maybe, yeah. maybe it's because you're living in like the swamp forest. Maybe the it's a different scenario. The swamp forest is scenario. not a good place. Like, <laughs> maybe that's why you have this perception. Like, Yeah. I'm like, of course people get married. Pacific get Northwest forest. There. This is not happening. That's because everyone's like peaceful and like hanging out with Bigfoot. Like mm-hmm. Louisiana, Mississippi swamp forest. It's like just murder hobo everywhere oh absolutely i fully thank you for yes. joining my side i was like am i getting gaslit by chris right now 
<laughs> Good. Um, so yes. Um, what was I saying? I don't know. I don't either. I'm just what so were happy. You saying? I don't know. You just. Oh yeah. What 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 scares people? People's horror kryptonite. So for mm-hmm. me, um, like demons and things like that don't really scare me, which is why I have like shirts with demons on them and things like that. But sure, sure. But um, intruder films, uh, things that could really happen. Those yeah. freak me out more. And same for my, I know my older sister does not watch horror movies, but like if I could get her to watch a horror movie, it would be one that's very like, oh, you know, ghosts, demons, stuff mm-hmm. like that. But she will not watch The Strangers. Like she will not watch stuff like that because like that could happen. And also in, de- in defense of The Strangers, that did happen. So that was like a, com- a compilation, it was a compilation of three compilation different of, stories. Oh yeah, a couple murders. Yeah. yeah so. Um, but like, so I don't know. I don't know what my kryptonite is because I feel like all of those things have the potential to scare me. It just depends on how I think executed. slasher doesn't bother you as much. It doesn't. Well, because gore doesn't bother me much. Yeah. So this um, is um not a gory movie, but not a not gory movie. I mean, there's blood. There's so like, I'm not squeamish for like that kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. See, but, like, I I am. Oh. Very. I don't get squeamish, but like it like bothers me. Well, I'm not happy about it, Kate. <laughs> it kind of feels I'm not like, like you are. Mm, yeah, slice and dice. That's kind of the vibe I'm getting, and I'm a little worried. <laughs> no, I did. I don't know. It's just like, I guess, I guess you're right. Like the slashes that we've seen haven't like scared me as much as a lot of the supernatural stuff has scared me. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I guess I've never lived in the swamp forest or a situation where I thought of intruders as something that is liable to happen to me. Mm-hmm. Like I think if it was a I think if it was a premise of like walking down the street at night and there was a slasher, that would scare me more. I think you being in an apartment too, like it makes things Yeah, like I safer. just don't think that this guy's gonna come up to my third story studio and like <laughs> <laughs> like can't you? I yeah. like I watched the strangers um like in an apartment complex. And then I watched the stranger strangers in a house in the woods in I remember Delta, that. Mississippi. I told you not to. Very different experiences. <laughs> oh my god. I remember I remember us like FaceTiming when we when we did that episode. And I was like, Kate, stop. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Oh my god. It's like, it's like it was idiot. a bad idea. Like it's just it's it's just very different. So I I can see how this one didn't freak you out. It freaked th- me out. I think you're right. I think if I had watched this movie though in a non metropolitan area. Yeah. It would Which have I did. It objectively would have been scarier, and th- and that's totally true. So like I guess this movie, I mean yeah, it's totally like your context dependent. Whereas like demon stuff yeah, isn't context care if you're dependent. In an apartment. They don't give <laughs> don't a care. shit. Like exactly. walk up, I don't care. <laughs> I don't mind. So yeah, um, this is definitely of the slasher variety. So I, I I think it's fair that it didn't scare you very much, but it did. It bothered. It bothered Not to me say that it didn't one. scare me. Oh good. It just isn't a movie that was gonna. Like you could sleep at night. Keep yeah, it wasn't yeah. gonna keep me up afterwards because I could just easily rationalize rational like whoa. Uh, I could. Um, <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> I think I short circuited. <laughs> <laughs> I could like you know. Rationalize. <laughs> <laughs> I could. I could rationalize myself out of that scenario and be like, that's not going to happen to me, you know? So like I can sleep soundly after this happens. I would, I, yeah, I would probably not watch this movie in my childhood home. Yeah. So me, I have to like walk my dog like in the woods. So. Okay. Different. Sounds like a personal problem. (laughs) Mm, 
he would rip someone to shreds if they tried to kill me. But yeah, you've got Xander. I've got Xander. He'll keep me safe. Yeah. Um, and I've got my hearing, so that's good too. I've learned that's to be much helpful. more appreciative of that. It, I'm also not deaf, mm-hmm. which definitely would make a plus. murder a little bit easier. A little, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the critical reception to this movie because I'm, I'm dying to Because clearly we have very different opinions about it. We truly do. Okay, so IMDb. Want to throw out a number? I don't know. What seven, do seven point one. Close. So, like, you're going with an IMDb considers it, you know, a generic film. A generic, okay. yeah. Some people liked it. They think it's ever so slightly less than a film at six point six. That's very rude. Okay. It, I mean, so I just I don't know what that score even means. Like, they're like not quite a movie, but we're not going to like rip on them either. Mm-hmm. Ron Tomatoes was thrilled with this film. Thank God. Yeah. So the critics gave this a 92%. (gasps) I suspect because it's, you know, not artsy per se, but it's it's an original thought, except for that one. Except for how it's not. (laughs) But it's it's more, um, yeah. I mean, I guess it's, I don't want to call it artistic, but yeah, it's, it's more artistically done than a lot of other. It's a very well written slasher movie. Yeah. It's more well done than say, um, the nun. Uh, for other, example, for example, audiences liked it slightly less. They gave it a seventy-three percent, but that's still pretty good for seventy-three percent. Yeah, that's still pretty solid for, for audience score. Yes, because yeah, audience score is always all over the place. So I'm fine with that. Yeah, that's, they're truly unpredictable. Well, I'm okay with that score. Um, I'm happy. I'm Metascore happy with that score. Of Ninety-two. Yeah, I think I think that's that's very respectable. Like I said, um, Metacritic. Um, is, is sort of in the same ballpark, but it's, I think, pretty good for a Metacritic review. So they give it a 67 out of 100. Mm. Oh, that's uh, bad. And they use it. You know, but I don't know. I think that's... Metacritic is like, very harsh. At least it's green, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Take what we can get. Yeah. And most most of the critic reviews are, are very positive. Um, however, a certain rivalry of yours... Is it the Austin Chronicle? ...is about to be reborn. Please tell me it's the Austin Chronicle. Yeah, so one of the lowest <laughs> critic reviews is by the Austin Chronicle. Uh, I know, I Kate. fucking hate them. I know. So so they give it the lowest Metacritic review and of a 50 out of 100. That's just... Okay, go ahead. I'm listening. But it's really strange reading their review because they're not very mean to the movie. A 50 they, it's, is it's, bad. A 50 is I, an it, F. But it's one of those things where they, like, they describe the story and they're like, oh my God. So artistically done. Loved this. Loved that. Two stars. <laughs> you know, yeah, what just the like hell. It's just like who? What kind of like? What kind of monster That's wrote really this review? Mean. That's so mean. I've had a review like that um, on like my clinic where I work. It's like best doctor ever. Like we, it wasn't about me, but it was like best doctor ever. We love going to this clinic. Everyone's so great. One star will <laughs> not was, be coming back. No, no, he was like clearly like some person who just clicked one star and didn't know. Oh, that's We're like, funny. Oh, but that, that really hurt us oh, on good stop. reviews. Please stop. They're like, they're number one. They're no- <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, in this case, you can blame Marjorie. She Fucking wrote this Marjorie. Um, and she says that so she says that Hush, um, the solid um, half before the cat and mouse shenanigans, she said, are repetitive and prolonged. But then that at the end of the day, it's a concise and well-executed horror film. And I do think that that's probably one. I think that if I had to s- summarize the strength of this film is that it is concise and well-executed. Like, you know what their intentions are mm-hmm. and they hit the mark you know as Mm -hmm. far as like what they were trying to do i i don't entirely 
know if I agree with the whole beginning being prolonged. That's not I mean, like literally there's maybe 10 minutes before someone gets stabbed. Right. Like we I see don't her think like that's true. We see her like her friend chat with her friend and then she's Skyping and then she's feeding her cat. And you're like, don't leave the door open, you stupid. That's because people in the woods are like, nobody's out here. It's fine. It's true. Oh, yeah. No, we, we leave the door open. That's all what the time. I'm like, saying. Yeah, but nothing ever happened to Kate, you. Cause we cause... didn't live in the swamps. Oh, my God. But Anyways, I can't. She, this, this house is not in the swamps. This is much more my kind of growing up forest that she's living in. Does that make you feel say. better? People get murdered in this movie, if I can remind you, Chris. Yes, but I'm just saying, like, that doesn't happen in my forest. Okay. That doesn't happen around fir trees. That's not oh, how it fir works. Fir trees will keep you safe. <laughs> they will keep you safe. The pines are filled with murderers. Murderers hate sap. They hate sap. They hate it. They love pine smell. And they're terrified of Christmas trees. Hate terrified. Them. So, um, I like this movie especially, and again, we will do the full analysis and I won't talk about details, but what I most what I notice the most and what I appreciate the most about this movie is I, like I love a movie with a smart antagonist, but I really love a movie with a smart protagonist. I'm sorry, I love a movie with a smart protagonist, but I really love a movie that also has a smart antagonist. Absolutely, like that's did. oh my god, that's because that's one of the easiest and most obvious complaints to have about horror films, which I do have. Yeah. Absolutely, it's I I can't stand how stupid the people are. Yeah, they're usually like, very. Why stupid. would you make that choice? And then the murderers get them. Like out of a combination of their the person that they're hunting being stupid and then mm-hmm. dumb luck, and I just think that's really boring. It's honestly, predictable for the industry, and that's why this one shook it up so much. Because the main character Maddie is she is sharp, she is so she's so sharp. smart, yeah, she's so so sharp. But like the bad guy. Ain't no dummy either. No, no, he knows what he's doing. He's like, I can see him as like a character who's like very clever and like, um, like in real life in a grocery store, I would have found him like charming, and like, oh, like oh. he's like clever and charming. Okay, stop. <laughs> and like, maybe <laughs> I would have asked him on a date, you. and maybe <laughs> this is gonna happen to you. You're right. Like, I, I take I take back everything. Not only can this happen, it will happen it will to you. Happen. I think. <laughs> It's a you matter are, of time. You were designed to be murdered in a woodland home. That's the way I was supposed to go. A witch told me when I was seven. You're going to be mm-hmm. like on our 100th episode. You're like, well, it happened, guys. It's just me now. It's just me now. Just me. Oh, like. Kate asked out the murderer hope- at the food lion <laughs> with the neck tattoo. Oh, my God. That's okay. If that's how I'm supposed to go, that's fine. But he's, I mean, no offense to the club or anything else, but if you die, this it's over. Like I'm The not club's gonna... over? You're not going to do it in my honor? No, are you kidding? If, there's, you if you're get... not here to force me to watch a horror <gasps> film, it ain't happening. You got to get a little ventriloquist dummy. Oh, my God, I'll custom make one for you in the event of my death. And then it'll sit on your lap, and you will do the voices of my opinions, and you'll argue with it. I will burn it. I will <laughs> you can't burn, burn my doll. effigy. Absolutely, I will. I not only will I burn I it, I will perform many a ritual to make sure that... And it goes straight to hell and no. never comes. How am I gonna haunt it and talk to you? Precisely. <laughs> I. Th- how about this? In honor of your inevitable death, I will turn your murder into a indie slasher film. I'm okay. I'm okay with that. But um, who's gonna play me? Me. Oh, I see. In a wig. Even a wig. Um. So this is like a Medea family reunion sort of thing. Yeah. You're gonna. I don't know. Are that you gonna is, play sure. all of the characters? I will be playing all of the characters um, except for the photos who can be of other people. Okay. Um, but most of them will be of me in various wigs. Okay. So I'm not going to get a puppet. I'm sorry. I'm not going to get a 
ventriloquist dummy. I found an animatronic puppet that can be custom made to look like me for two fifty, and it's free shipping. I'm ordering it. Oh God! You're a witch runs that. You're Etsy getting shop. it. I'm done. <laughs> you're getting it. I'm gonna put a piece of my soul into it when I die, and I will be with you forever. This podcast will never end. For the club. Nope. For the burning club. it. Don't burn my effigy. Nope. I'll cast it into a volcano. Whatever a volcano? necessary to get it immediately to hell. Thanks. Love you too, baby. And I'm talking like I'm talking like ninth circle. Like no way your soul's getting out of there. Like cannot escape. Love you too. Like see you at judgment. See you. <laughs> all right should we get into this should we get into this story um i'm because still a little burnt to... that you're gonna like burn my effigy but it's fine wholeheartedly okay it's yes. fine let's just move on from that little <laughs> smudge on our friendship that just happened i'm shocked that you're surprised I'm by shocked this too i thought you loved me i do but there are but limits when you die i'm making sure that you stay, stay dead, dead. I respect that. You'll wait respectfully for my, for my family to leave the burial ground and then you'll just start salting the ground. Yes, I will salt that earth. Nothing will be able to grow for a thousand years. And that's the gospel that's truth. the gospel truth. Well, I'm just saying you better hope that I die before you die because I'm just going to be like, okay, so I just need a okay, sliver have, of his heart. That's all. I am so, so assured that you will die before me. All, for all the reasons above, honestly, like you will be brutally murdered, and I'm sorry. It will probably be my There's fault. There's nothing I can do about That's it. True. But it's here we are. Okay, so Hush, Hush is a, as we said, a Netflix original slasher film, and the main character, her name is Maddie, and she's an author. She's gorgeous. And she's, um, she's so pretty. Against her family's wishes, living in this isolated forest home where she's struggling to find the inspiration to write her next novel. She's a published author of like, I think a series. And yeah. she was, whenever she was born, she had the ability to hear and speak. And then she got a bout of bacterial meningitis when she was in her early teens. Mm-hmm. And then... Yeah, whenever she was born. Yep. Did I say whenever? So listeners... Um, no, don't tell them. I've They'll recent, never hear. I've recently revealed this to Kate. She has no idea whenever she says the word whenever. I, I don't think it's that big a deal. So no, you're gonna ruin. Everyone's gonna. Our hate diehard me now. fans, go back. No, don't go back. Re-listen to our episodes. You'll you won't be able to unhear it. I don't use the word when. I only use the word whenever. Oh, exclusively and not always appropriately. Usually not. <laughs> like for like that like, for go example. Go back fifteen seconds for example. <laughs> whenever she was born. Oh my god. <laughs> you know whenever that whenever happened. That happened. And it's not that it's like strictly grammatically correct, but it's also wrong. It's just you know? strange. It's just <laughs> it's not, just not not right. regular grammar. And this is not to say that I am without fault. I say um, super, and I say hundred percent. Hundred percent. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Oh yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of meat on this bone. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Well, anyway, back to judging someone else and not me. So Maddie mm-hmm. had her um, hearing, and then she got bacterial meningitis. <laughs> what she had hearing she had a hearing whenever and then now she doesn't she doesn't why are we making this so review i love it (laughs) that's about how it goes anyway so she she lost it after um some botched corrective surgery whenever she was in her teens and so now she's living (laughs) whatever did i say whenever again (laughs) fuck you just ruined the podcast for so many people (laughs) so she's now living in the woods with her cat named bitch and 
She has a friend nearby who comes to visit her, and she brings her. A, is that the cat's it's name? A, she, it's on her collar. I literally don't. It's remember on her that. collar. Yeah. This is what happened. Yeah, I did watch this movie like a couple years ago. I, I'm, I'm really I'll upset. Well, I I did too. I, this is my third time seeing this movie. I had no intention of of assigning. You really missed anymore. out. Anyway, her cat's name is Bitch, and <laughs> her friend comes over and is like, "Oh my god!" Like her neighbor which in the woods, I guess, means like a mile away. I don't know. Comes over, returns a copy of her book. Which is super common. Yes, I know. (laughs) That is the life I have lived. In the swamps. Um, (laughs) So she is like, oh my gosh, like how do you write like this? And Maddie's like, I can I can see my I can see the different endings of my story before I can pick one. Because she's like, I didn't see the ending coming at all. That was so cool. And then, which is, it's important. So... (laughs) And it's like foreshadowing almost. It's super foreshadowing. And then mm-hmm. her um, alarm, her fire detector goes off, which is it's kind of interesting to see like how deaf people adjust their homes because mm-hmm. it's like subtle changes. So like her fire alarm is, is really, really flashy so that the lights will wake her up, but it's also mm-hmm. extremely loud so it'll vibrate the house. So she's having, you know, making dinner and stuff and doing her thing. Again, 10 minutes into the movie, we have the neighbor who just left is slamming on the door, screaming bloody murder, smacking the door, like screaming, screaming, screaming. And Maddie doesn't hear anything. You know, she's just cooking her dinner. And you're like, oh, it's that kind of movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, we're getting slashed. And then you see. I think huh? this isn't the scariest part of the movie. It's But this jarring. is one of the scariest parts of the movie. It's jarring. Because everything was fine. And you thought, like, because cause she like, Yeah. Like the setup is so peaceful and calm and you like know that something's going to happen, but you don't expect it to be so loud. Yeah. Usually you you get like the family moves in, they bring their pizza. We introduce everyone for 20 minutes and then a ghost shows up. Like I expected to see her like in the kitchen doing her dishes, whatever. And then then you just see like the the man like walk like past a window or something. That's the kind of intro I was expecting to the murder. That's why I think it's brilliant. It's just like, nope people die and murder time and murder and it shows him like very much stabbing the crap out of her like right right up against on the on the window of maddie's house and she doesn't see anything and she's just going around cooking and the man's kind of watching this like um i just stabbed do you are you yeah he's just like he's he's mostly just confused he's, he's like fascinated he's like she's he's really like, did you really not this? care about her like damn ice cold ice cold and he's kind of watching and he starts like tapping on the window with his knife and like trying to torment her and she's just like you know moving around her kitchen getting her laptop set up and he's like and you can just see the wheels turning you can he's like fascinating fascinating you can see the wheels turning in his head even though he's wearing this like creepy white mask like his acting is just that good so anyway he Obviously, she left all her doors open because whenever you live in the woods, everything's safe all the time. So he snuck into her house. and I mean, you would never do that, though, because bugs. Do bugs open the doors? No, you never leave the door open because bugs would come in, Kate. Right, but I meant unlocked, Chris. I don't (laughs) know what bugs you have up up there, but ours don't have opposable thumbs. (laughs) Well, because she starts Skyping her sister, right? And then she does leave the door open because she's like calling bitch to come back yeah her cat. so she's like shaking the the food bowl and she sets it outside she's like all right you just come back in whenever you want mm-hmm. and i was like what yeah she's playing it like, fast girl. and loose so and then he's out there he's like really <laughs> <laughs> and that's why he's i think like, it's fun because he obviously could have like gone in there and just slit her throat and that would have been that and he's like oh no this is gonna be yeah, his fatal thing. flaw as a character is that 
he enjoys the hunt too much. Well, like because no he could have he could have killed her so easy, and then the movie wouldn't have happened. Well, right? that's why not having a motive is important. Because if he was a motive, if he was per- if he had a motive, if he was purpose driven, he would have been like, okay, this is how I'm going to go get her. Slater throat runs. So the cops don't get me. But he's like, right. this is my jam. It's Saturday. I'm feeling great. I'm going to go murder and, some people. Yeah, and she leaves the door, and he's like, God. Damn it, girl. Make it <laughs> make even it a little bit difficult. <laughs> yeah, make it fun. So she, but he sneaks into her house, doesn't come at her. She's FaceTiming her sister, which is really cool because you can watch them signing to each other, mm-hmm. which is really interesting. And also, hey, yay technology that that exists for people. Yeah, honestly. Like, though. what did deaf people do? Okay. Like, I hope they're doing <laughs> fine wherever they are. All of, yeah, collectively. That's really that's just really cool. They can just like FaceTime each other. I'm like, oh, that's great. So she's FaceTiming, then her sister's like, who the fuck was that behind you? And she's like, oh, it was probably the cat. It was probably my bitch of a cat. <laughs> yeah. There's evidently, I didn't notice this um, when I originally watched it, but th- there's a little bit of a cameo in this scene. And it's actually on the bookshelf hmm. behind her. And we get a glimpse of a Stephen King novel um, called Mr. Mr. Mercedes. Have you seen it? Have you read it? I I haven't read it, but I know what it's about. Right. And so it's it's essentially about a psychotic serial killer who has exactly zero motivation, like motive, not motivation. He's just a lazy serial killer, (laughs) (laughs) but he has he has no motive. Um, And I guess Mike Flanagan is like a huge Stephen King fan. And who isn't? um, Well, I guess there are people, but I guess Stephen King was also a big fan of Oculus. And this was like his little like, hey, look. I love you too, Steve. (laughs) Heart XOXO. (laughs) That's really cute. I like that. Again. Yep. Super romantic. So romantic. I love it. So um, he swipes her phone while she's chatting with her sister and she starts getting some photos of herself sent to her Mac, which I think is a really cool premise. Like... Because like I, I would have shit myself well, immediately. I th- of course you would have. Who would? I just think it's a really good modern use of technology, because that's what I think that's what that's, that's what serial that's what killers they intended would do when they invented phones. To, like finally, we'll wait for serial straight. killers to torture people. It's like I have her phone, but she doesn't know I have her phone. How do I? Oh, it's attached to her Mac. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. So he's sending photos of her and sending it straight to her. Mac and she doesn't like that and then he she's weirdly she's not into it and then she figures out she's being stalked obviously and then he cuts the power and so she mm-hmm. tries to run to her car her car's been torn to pieces so she can't run and um, yeah he's definitely he, he did his work he was like he, he's uh, smart he's a he's, he's a like, smart killer he yeah he it is very much Dom and Jerry cat and mouse so he's a smart he's a smart killer but again like the stupidity of it's it's hubris exactly it's hubris so he she sees him he sees her she runs back into the house shuts the door and then she writes down on the door with her lipstick won't tell didn't see face boyfriend is coming home and then and this i think is brilliant yeah my heart if there is if there is a brilliance to this movie it's this moment here he takes. He responds by just taking off his <laughs> my mask. My little backhanded comment. Yeah, that was. I was like, I'm gonna ignore that. That was super <laughs> rude. <laughs> he takes off his mask and he's like, Well, I guess you've seen my face now. Yeah, he's just like, mm, How about now? How about now? You've seen it now. And, and so she's like, Didn't see that coming. She's like, Oh, that's how we're playing. Yeah, they're both really, really smart. And he he pretty much tells her like, I can come into that house at any time. Yeah, but. 
I'm not going to come in until you wish you were dead. <laughs> yeah. God, it's scary. <laughs> so it's, it's, see, it is scary. So imagine you're in that house. You do not have your phone. You cannot scream for help physically. Oh, yeah. No. Terrifying. There's nothing you can do. And, and even if she did scream, the singular neighbor is dead. She's dead. And so. Well, well get, actually, I don't think she knows that yet. She figures it out pretty fucking soon. So Yeah, she she learns. She learns. So Maddie then is trying to... It's this game of cat and mouse that ensues where she's trying to distract him. She makes her car alarm go off. Um, and she... No, she does. She sees Sarah's body and she has a little moment. She's like, Can't, no time for that. Got to keep going. And she's, she's like, cool. She awesome. knows that Sarah has her phone on her. So right. she makes her car alarm go off and runs out and is able to grab Sarah's phone. But then the man comes out and she can't get the phone. And so she has to run back inside. Like she'll do these little bursts of like running out and then running back in and running out and running back in. I think out of all of the moments, this was probably the scariest part of the movie when for she's me. Trying is to when she's the phone is when out she's of like dangling halfway out of her bedroom window. Like she's just hanging out there and she's like desperately trying to get this phone out of out of her friend's pocket and then the man comes around the corner yep and he just starts booking it for her and then she's like she's stuck sort of like trying to wiggle. and like try and like that was i think probably the scariest moment in the entire movie for me and thank god it happened early it did it only gets a little bit worse but then the man is like he thinks this is really funny so he realizes that she didn't get a phone and so he starts mocking her and he like pulls he's like oh is this what you wanted and is like you know puts it in his back pocket and he also takes one of her little dangly earrings and he puts it in his pocket too which is important for later um so then a little memento a little, a little yes a little memory gift little gift <laughs> that's so gross can you imagine trying to escape your house and like my dead body is just like outside your window i mean first of all like instead of grabbing your phone i'd be salting you like pouring oil, trying to set you on fire. I'm like, like get this I can't bitch deal with two dead. Murderers. Get her fully dead. <laughs> Do the job all the way or don't bother. I understand. I think that's a smart move on your part. Yeah. So then, um, as if this man couldn't get even scarier, he has a crossbow. So Maddie is now trying to get, which I think is a great murder weapon. So Maddie is now trying to get, <laughs> go climb it's up. It's so medieval. <laughs> I love it. I think it's brilliant. It doesn't make it, it doesn't make the noise that guns do. It's not going to like sound the alarm for other people, mm -hmm. but it's also like, it's, it's fine to have one. Cause you're like, Oh yeah, I'm, I, you know, I hunt around here. Yeah, it's like a hunting I'm just instrument. Hunting deer. I'm just hunting. Yeah. But it will absolutely fuck you up. As if having so, like a bedroom full of rifles would be like a tip that you're a murderer in this country. Like it's definitely not. Yeah. They're like, Oh, just so you know, that's just, that's just John. <laughs> That's super gun casual. <laughs> yes. If I saw like... If, if anything, I, they'd see the crossbow hometown, and they're like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> no. If I saw a crossbow in my hometown... They sell them at Walmart, Chris. Of course they do. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> we're not going to get into that, but they sell them at Walmart. So um, Maddie then is... She's trying to climb out the second story window. And then that's when we find out he has a crossbow because he shoots her in the leg. And she Ugh. manages to escape... But she's got she got shot really really bad, um, but she ended up getting the crossbow at, in like their little tussle. So she has the crossbow and she's inside and she manages to like snap the bolt out of her leg. She's it's so really badass. Bad. She's such she's a tough, so tough woman. I love her. She does not give up. She's like, okay, I'm gonna get. All right, oh, you want to fight me? I'm gonna take your crossbow. So she takes it and then she's trying. This is like the saddest part. Have you ever tried to load? No, you probably haven't. Have you ever tried to load a crossbow? It's so hard. 
Like you have. Yeah, but I mean, it totally. I mean, obviously, it depends on the type of crossbow that you have, right? But right. like the resistance. That's like a long range crossbow. Right. The resistance is kind of incredible because that's the only thing that propels the arrow, mm-hmm. right? So. Mm-hmm. So she's on the ground. She is not as big and bulky as this like Hulk man who's trying to get into her house. And Mm -hmm. she is desperately trying to load a bolt into the crossbow. And to do that, you have to grab the wire and like pull it back, like put tension on the wire and get it back to the release hook. Right. And she can't do it. Like it's, and like, it's not just cause she's like a weak woman. Like she's bleeding her. She has a hole in her yeah, leg. Like, she has no, she's trying to figure out how this thing works and it's extremely hard. And the whole time that she's doing that and struggling and it's snapping her fingers, he's just watching her through the window and is like, oh, not so easy. Is it? Yeah. Um, it's, I hated that part where he's just like watching her struggle and he's like, yeah, yeah he's yeah. just watching. He's like, I'm not afraid. Cause there was like that. a moment where he was like, Oh shit. She has my crossbow. Yeah, there was. And he's like, oh, but then he's like, Oh, it's fine. She's an author. What is she going to do <laughs> she, with what does it? She know. So then this, this is my favorite part. So now we have a, the fourth character of the movie, John. So Sarah was the neighbor who came, visited her and then got stopped. John is Sarah's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And so John shows up and is looking for Sarah and that distracts, um, the bad guy long enough to like give her some time to fiddle with the crossbow, mm-hmm. but she can't hear. So she doesn't know that John's outside. And John is like, this is, this is a very brilliant move on the serial killers part because what he does is he <laughs> grabs his flashlight because it's like brilliant, but also not believable. And I John br- it, doesn't believe him. He almost does. Yes, he does. Almost. He really almost does. So he just takes out a flashlight and he's like, Tries to con- convince him he's this fake deputy. He's like, hey, get on the ground, get on the ground. And, he's, and he does, because, you know, he's like, oh, flashlight and a, co- a commanding voice. And so he gets on the ground mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, okay, like, sorry, man. I was just called out here because there was apparently like a break in and like all the lights are out. No one's here. Do you know what's going on? And John's like, no. Like, do, and he's like, oh, do you know who lives here? And John's like, yeah, it's our friend Maddie and I'm looking for my girlfriend, mm-hmm. Sarah. And the only reason that he, get suspicious is whenever the guy accidentally drops Sarah's earring that he pocketed. Right. Because then the boyfriend is smart Because that's what you get when you're a dipshit who's like, I'm going to keep a present. That's what you get. uh, Pro tip, guys. If you're going to serial kill, stop with this memento shit. (laughs) Just stop. But how will they remember? Oh, my God. It's it's kind of like, it always makes me think of, um, this is a little bit weird, but Home Alone, okay, (laughs) when... Because like the the two um, burglar guys, when he's like, oh, "We're the wet bandits," and then he like floods the sink of all the houses that they rob, Is and that it's like a thing? his way of yeah, it's like his way of like leaving his their mark right on all of their crimes. But then it's just like it just links all of their crimes so that they have like proof that they're the ones who did all of those crimes, even though they were only caught doing one of them. And then in the and then in the um, Next movie, Home Alone Lost in New York, when he's like, we're the sticky bandits. And he's covering himself with tape. That's funny. Like, like that is what it is when you take mementos. Like, you're just providing evidence that you're the criminal. So this may not come as a shock to you, but I've never seen Home Alone. I... We had very different childhoods, Chris. This really is... (laughs) That summarizes this podcast, It does. Kate's like, oh, this horror movie, this horror movie. I'm like, never seen it, never seen it. And Home Alone. Home Alone? <laughs> never seen it. I, <laughs> I didn't know there was a sequel. So, 
There was, there's two. That's, okay. In Macaulay Culkin? The third Culkin? one has a different actor. That oh. was a different boy. Well, that's, totally that's different scenario. Funny. Well, I'm glad you told me so I didn't waste my time on two sequels. So <laughs> now we're back to John. John is, and here's the thing that I like, because John is smart too. John's the boyfriend. And he sees the earring drop out. And instead of letting his, he knows that something fucky has been going on. And instead of letting his yeah. emotions get the best of him, he stays really cool. He says, oh yeah, I think there's a key in that planter over there. And he's like, oh, really? And the, you know, fake deputy is like, oh, there's a key. And he's like, yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure it's right over there. And then he's like, oh, look, looks like her car got messed up too. And the guy look, goes to look and then he grabs a rock to knock bad guy out. Oh, and this, yeah. this is really bad. And just as he's about to hit him, Maddie, who doesn't know what's going on, it's not her fault. She's just see, she just sees him and starts banging on the window like the the inopportune moment, oh. like because like the bad guy just oh, knelt over, just so knelt that's over. the only reason he can't see him. He just knelt over to go get the fake key from the planter, and Maddie starts banging on the window, and the, and it distracts John for just two seconds, and then all you see is this, the knife going into his neck, like right into his jugular, and he just starts bleeding uh, out. It's tragic because mm-hmm. like John, he really could have saved her, and he still tries. So he still tries. So even as he's bleeding to death from his artery getting cut. He grabs this guy and he puts him in a chokehold long enough to give Maddie some time. Cause mm-hmm. he's just like, he's a really good person. So he's a good, he's a good person. Guy. So also the adrenaline. And then, so then he also like, he catches him by like, he pretends to fully bleed out and be dead. John does. And he's face down in the dirt and the guy's like coming over to look at him. And um, that's when he like lunges at the guy as he's bending over, which I think is really brilliant. Mm-hmm. But then he chokes him out long enough and Maddie's trying to run and trying to figure out her shit. And I think there's like a really cool moment because John, the boyfriend, is much bigger than the serial killer. Oh, yeah. And he straight up says, he's like, I'm so glad. Like, I'm so, that really. Thank you so much for helping me out, Maddie, because like I could not have taken him. Like, yeah. you're a big he's fucking like, dude. I could not have taken like, you. He would have he would have taken me yeah. down. But thanks to you. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. Now he's dead. Now he's dead. And Maddie's like, oops, didn't need to live with that I know, guilt. I know. She's having a bad night. She's having, a, you know, a bad night. Mm-hmm. And and then we get to the the foreshadowy part, which is from earlier, which is Maddie realizing, figuring out what her options are for this ending. Because she, right. everyone's dead. <laughs> There's no one else around. She does not have a phone. She has no power. She cannot make this crossbow work for hell. Um, the guy is going to come in soon. And so she sits down and she's, it's, it's, it's brilliantly illustrated because she talks about how her writer brain talks and it's like in the voice of her mom. And so mm-hmm. for the first time we get to hear Maddie's voice and it's like mind Maddie talking to real Maddie through the options. And she's like, okay, we can try to run, but he will catch us. He is faster than us. We can try right. to hide, but we, we've also just been shot. Yes. We've just been shot. We, we can hide, but we will bleed to death. Like we are fading now. We need to figure out what we're going to do. And so she's making all these different endings and it shows them like it shows her like a fake out of her, like making a run for it and him like grabbing a rock and just bashing her brains in. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, shit. But then she, she's like, OK, so we can't do that. You can't run. And then outside, Bitch shows up, the cat, the little white cat. And this is when you go to does the dog dot com to make sure the cat's okay. <laughs> <laughs> to make sure the cat's OK. The cat makes it. And um He's like taunting. He's like, oh, picks up the cat and is like holding a knife up to it. And then fix. turns out Maddie figured out how the crossbow worked because he gets a bolt to the shoulder. 
and then she runs back inside. So she's she's just playing it really smart. I really like her. But as she's so trying don't to don't fuck with yes, my cat. Don't touch my cat. And as she's running back inside, because she's got that sliding glass door, which is the main door. Um oh. Which is exactly why he could have killed her at any moment. Yes, and he's, you know? he says like he's like, I can come get you. He's like, nothing is holding me back. Mm-hmm. I can break this door and then it's over. And this is kind of that moment because she runs into the house. She tries to close the door. Um, but oh, before she can get it, the man slams the door shut on her wrist. Oh. And so it, she's inside, but her hand is outside. And then he takes his boot and just like stomps it like 800 times. It's pretty gruesome. Like mangling the crap out of her hand. And then he like stops and he lets her pull her hand back into the door and lets her and lock it mm-hmm, and yeah. lock it and then he says it's just a little reminder of who's in control yes exactly he's like i could have done it now but i didn't and then he but that's like, when he load, says load that crossbow again load it now and that's when he <laughs> says okay i'm coming in now oh gosh and then then Ugh. she does this great thing she takes blood from her wound and she writes on the sliding glass door do it coward <laughs> Yeah, she's like, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. And and she then this guy starts getting a tire iron and trying to smash in her window. And she runs mm-hmm. to her computer, pulls it up, starts typing in everything about the guy. He, she's like, neck tattoo, about 5'8", green eyes, like, I love you, mom and dad. I died fighting, stuff like that. And then mm-hmm. shuts the mouse, shuts the laptop, grabs a butcher knife. Again, brilliant. Brilliant. Grabs a butcher knife and then runs into the bathroom and locks herself in, gets into the tub. And you, and the whole time we're watching this, we can see him in the background, like smashing down the door with a tire iron. I think it's amazing. And then he can't, he can't get the door open. So then, um, it's her sitting in solid glass. Who built the door? Like very well done. Good craftsmanship. Yeah. Good glass. Good glass. So she is in the bathroom, like bleeding out in that, in the bathtub, facing the the, the door of the bathroom with her knife outstretched, trying to stay conscious. And then you just see that you you don't hear it because they do these brilliant moments of just total They're silence. Like, oh, rem- oh, by the way, she's yeah, because you kind of forget because she's so she's doing so well. Mm-hmm. But then they'll just like go to complete silence, and um, so it's her, and you just see her breathing, and then you just see the tinkling of glass behind her, which she mm-hmm. does not hear and does not register. And he climbs in, climbs into the bathroom right, through, behind through, her, like the through the skylight, through the skylight. Climbs in. Another reason to not have a skylight in your bathroom. There are so many There's good so reasons. so many reasons. So many home design reasons. This is a good one, though. Yet this another. This is number one. You need one room you can hide in, people. One room. <laughs> I think two panic rooms is probably for the best. After watching this movie, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, my contractor is going to be like, you want three panic rooms? Yeah, and a basement, if you could. Yeah, and a tunnel. <laughs> yeah. And a moat. So then he pops in and she doesn't see him. She's still facing the door and he starts talking and like kind of taunting her. And then he like laughs and that breath touches her neck. And as he goes to stab her, she registers that he's behind her and she just does this great move, like sweeping around and just stabbing him directly in his thigh. (laughs) Wait, hold on. Where are we? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. So then she runs to the kitchen and this is the part where I say, told you so. Oh, do you mm -hmm. Do you know what part I'm talking about? I mean, with the with the um, the loud fire alarm and such. Oh no, the wasp spray. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. Wasp spray. She wasp needed spray. a ladle though. A ladle would have worked. So, mm-hmm. but I so club members. I've been talking for years about how everyone needs to keep wasp spray by their bed because it acts like mace, but it shoots fifty feet. Right. 
and it hurts. <laughs> I imagine. Me. I've personally never been sprayed by wasp spray, but I can't imagine I it feels either, nice. So she is in the kitchen, like passing out, and the guy comes back out and is coming at her, and then she, she like disorients him with she sprays me in the eye with wasp spray, and then takes her smoke alarm and makes it go off, and is like holding it up to him, so it's like this loud strobe light, and then. He Which is like, she, I mean, she can't really hear it, but she can feel it. But to him, it's like it's a blowing lot. his eardrums out. Yes. It's really smart that she like, under, like she registers like this will be disorienting to, like she's seeing other perspectives and she's taking other people's weaknesses. Like her mm-hmm. strength is now his weakness. So then she, um, it's too late because he's really strong. So he gets on top of her and is strangling her. And it, we see this really beautiful POV of, her just the sound of her heart slowing and it just shows flashes of like her family and memories of her like as she's dying and her heart slows 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 but then she manages to grab a corkscrew and just shoves it into the side of his neck and corkscrew an underrated murder weapon you know who knew truly because like that's gonna cause so much damage going in and coming out oh you're not fixing that wasprey ladle corkscrew keep them by your bed keep them secret keep them safe yeah and so he dies. <laughs> he's like oh, yeah, arteries he's spurting. Yeah. yeah, he's dead. She gets her phone, calls 911 and like stumbles outside and bitch comes up because she's like, what did I miss? She's like, oh, were you doing yeah. something? <laughs> yeah, and then it Where's just ends her like, oh, I know, cats are so rude. <laughs> then she just holds the cat and just smiles. And I just... And then just we like, just see the, the police coming mm-hmm. and we're like, wow. Great response. She time. did it. Yeah, really yeah. good. Like maybe <laughs> she's woods. closer to town than we thought. I know. I know. Anyway, that's the movie. That's the movie. So now it's we got to very cat and mouse. It's very. Um, I totally agree with what you said at the beginning. Like the best part about it is that she is so smart, and he's so smart. But I mean, his hubris is obviously his downfall. Mm-hmm. But it's it's just it's kind of nice to see an even match between Hunter and Prey in like horror films. Cause it's I'm like scream doesn't count cause it's a parody, but it's just, it's boring when, you know, yeah. The murderer just gets it too easy. Cause yeah. you're like, I would never make that mistake or yes. I would never have done that. Whereas in this case, I'm like, would I have thought to do that? I don't think I would have thought that smart. I would have just been panicking. Yeah. Cause you're, I, I it's kind of, it's more intellectually fun to be like watching the movie and be like, what I have died already. Mm-hmm. Oh, I definitely, I would have run. I, I, mm, I, prob- I, I would have run. I don't, I don't, you know, that scene from Bambi where there's like a pigeon and the hunters are coming and she's like, I gotta get out of here. And We've like been making a lot up. of very strange connections. <laughs> um, you recognize what reference I'm talking about. Though. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And then she gets shot. That would be me. Mm-hmm. You'd be the running away and then getting like skull. Maybe, but I'm also rock. really spiteful. So I don't actually know. Yeah, you'd be like, um, actually, I'm gonna murder you. How about? <laughs> I've seen huddled in the bathroom with you. a ladle. <laughs> I would have had my ladle, right? ladle. <laughs> and I would make it. I think so too. So now we have to um, put this on our little scoreboard as our 40th episode. 40th episode, people. 40th movie. This is wild. This is a big deal. I'm really proud of us. I'm really proud of our little club and how we've grown. And it's just, I'm having a really fun time. And I'm glad we other started people at are the too. bottom, and and now we're still we're there, here. but. <laughs> We're still at the so, bottom. It's true. It's true, but it's okay. I like it. I like our little weird family, horror family. So where are we going to put this? I have no idea. So for me, this is top 50%. So that that takes out a bunch. Um, this is better than... I'm going to say this is 
better than Blair Witch for me. This ranking is so gone. Ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, because like I would watch Tucker and Dale before I ever, because I mean, obviously I didn't. Well, watch you don't like again. scary movies. <laughs> <laughs> That's cheating. I, I do I, think it's better than 28 Days. Yeah, it is. I think it's better. Yeah, it's, I think it's, it's probably, smarter it, than Blair Witch. It is. I think so too. You're right. I think. Yeah, I think I agree with that. Okay, I think it's on par with Creep. Yes. Although I'm trying to think, which one scared me more? And I honestly don't know if I can answer that question because I had more trouble sleeping after Peach Fuzz than <laughs> I did after this movie. Um, but also like. Yeah, I, I think I think it's slightly worse than Creep in a from like an artistic perspective because I need to like compartmentalize it like that. Because mm. like th- that's the only way I give good reviews to actual scary movies, right? Is if I just sort of disassociate myself. You pretend it's like a beautiful painting. <laughs> yeah, but just dis- <laughs> like if I just dissociate from the scary elements and just like Creep had such a interesting like whimsical element to it that made it all the creepier mm-hmm. you know and then like in that case the antagonist and the protagonist were not on equal level of Mm-mm. intelligence or at least Mm-mm. not Mm-mm. as far as like Mm-mm. he was so trusting kate mm-hmm. he was so trusting so this is below creep for you well the ending of creep is so haunting and disturbing that like i for me this one's above creep but by a hair because i love creep i love it love it love it Mm -hmm. but i think this one is infinitely more rewatchable and i just like i like the third person thought process i don't know i i just really respect i I respect an old genre that takes it a different route a lot Mm -hmm. like i love a slasher that's Different. But I think Creep did that, like in its in its genre, like Creep it did is something its totally own genre. different. Yeah, like, <laughs> it did. Like, I don't, I don't, mm, I don't know. Like, I'm torn. As far as watchability, I have no intention of ever watching either of those films again. Well, yeah, um, that's you. Because I just have no intention. I'm gonna but say, but I think that to me, me, Creep is a more like on a surface level, it's a more interesting concept to me. I'm okay with that. I get that. I think I like this movie better than Creep, but I can appreciate what you're saying. Yeah. Mm. I like the protagonist in this movie better. Yeah, I do too. A lot better. So that's why I just like her so much. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's pretty badass and she's she's really awesome. But I don't, I don't know. know. I, I, like, think, I, think, I like I think how Creep smart would win for me by a, by a hair. Okay. Put just like I'm a okay. Weird I'm, o- I'm okay with that. For me, this is above by a hair, but honestly... I just think from like a creativity angle, I think Creep was more creative. Not that this Um, wasn't creative, because it obviously was. Yeah, I just think... You know, since it was essentially just a redo of an old movie just with a different... It wasn't. It was not. It definitely was not. Neither of us actually have seen that movie. I I know. I (laughs) looked it up. I looked that up the first time I watched this movie. It's not the same at all. Like, it's not at all the same, but... um, But it has a lot of similar dynamics, whereas I don't think... I can't think of a single movie... That has creeps yeah. dynamics. I can't think of a single movie that has idle hands dynamics, but we're not going to shoot that to the top where it belongs. No. <laughs> I can think That's of fine. many movies that have cre- that have idle hands dynamics. They're just Disney films with less gore. Okay, I'm fine with it. Creep, <laughs> creep, creep can be 11. This can be new number 12. And then Blair Witch is just below it. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, I think that's fair. That's fine. This was a hard one to place. For it sure. was really hard. Okay, so I'm, I'm which is more interesting good. to me. I hate it when we're like and bottom, <laughs> <laughs> which has been the last like five. Mm. So, um, let me see. What's our next episode? Yeah, so it's my turn to pick, and so we got a recommendation from um, a listener, a club member named Emanuela, and she recommended this movie called Wreck. It's a Spanish horror film. I've never heard of it. Um, Kate, you said that it was like a Spanish version of the movie Quarantine. Yeah. So Quarantine came out after Rec. It's R-E-C, like recording. Um, oh, so Quarantine is just the American version of this movie then? Yes. So this is like a Spanish subtitled movie. But it's, according to our Emanuela, she says that it's better. I've never, I haven't seen either of them. I think I've seen bits of Quarantine, but mm-hmm. I obviously hated it. So it was one of those things where like I walked in, saw what was happening. Said no. Left. <laughs> I'm going to hang out in the kitchen with the dog yeah. until you guys are done. <laughs> I wonder if that would be my reaction if a murderer came to my house and be like, I see that this is happening, but I'm going to check out. <laughs> I'm just going to play piano no. for a minute. No, <laughs> I'm just going to walk away, grab my okay. Cheez-Its. <laughs> That's great. All right. Yeah. I, so I'm really excited about this. I'm excited that we we're getting so many recommendations. I'm excited to watch Wreck, especially since we're all in quarantine. This and this will be like our first... Um, foreign film which i'm really excited for is it really raw was based in france but i don't think it was it actually was french but was it in french? it was french yes it was in french oh my god that movie feels so surreal to me yeah i forget that happened to us um yeah so, this is yeah, not I our guess first right. foreign film right. but I'm, I'm excited about it so if you guys have any suggestions like Emanuela did, we have our email address. That's the um, probably the easiest way to get in touch with us. It's nightlighthorrormovieclub at gmail.com. Send us your thoughts. Um, yell at us about our opinions. Give us your opinions. Give us your recommendations. We love all of it. Yes. Tell us everything. We Like if you disagree with us, like honestly, it's been a while since we've had hate mail and it's, I don't know. <laughs> is it disappointing? Oh. It's been um, a year. I got a little tweet reminder. Oh, like, yeah. It's been a year since <laughs> we got hate mail. For our first hate mail. Yes. Guys, you need to step up your game. <laughs> Make us cry. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope everyone's staying safe out there. Wear your mask, wash your hands, and mm-hmm. we will see you next time whenever we watch Rec. Whenever we do. Whenever that happens. I said whenever, didn't I? <laughs> oh. And we're out. <laughs> See you next time.